Get to our topic today. Winter. Yeah, winter survival in uh, in Japan because it's been in the news a lot. But before we get to that, real quick, I just wanted to. I found something interesting that I wanted to ask you about because uh, this is something you might have opinions about. But there was a uh, article, sort of news about uh, married Japanese men and women rank the things they miss mo- most about single life. Uh, so let's talk about people in Japan. Um, they did a uh, the management service, web management service, web star marketing, reported the results of a survey filled out by 500 married, married Japanese men and women asking them exactly what they missed most about their lives before getting married. Uh, so I just wanted to kind of ask you uh, to see if you could guess anything on this. It's like this is tough. this is quite an out of the blue topic, Burke. Are you been uh, pining for your single life or something? Uh, Being the new year and everything, the cool. January blues. Yeah. Well, you know, resolutions. Uh, quarantine has been going on for a long time now. Might be some time for some changes. Uh, but well, I mean, just cause, yeah, um, this is about guys and girls. And I just want to think, I just want to see if you kind of, uh, can guess some of these things on this list. Cause I think you right. can. And if you can't, so the, then I'll tell you what they are. And then you tell me like, which okay. one was number one. But yeah. So the, the things that, uh, married men missed about their single lives, was, it, was this taken from, uh, Japanese people or just like everyone in general? No, I think this is Japanese men. And, uh, yeah, when this was broke, or Japanese men and women, uh, and when broken down by gender, twenty three point eight percent of men often miss single life, while only eleven point two percent of women do, and twenty seven point five percent of women don't really miss single life, while only sixteen point eight percent of men do. Uh, so, and so, so it seems as though there is a significant difference in men missing single life more than women on average. Yeah, so. Uh, what do you say? What do you think? Uh, it gives like top five uh, responses by both men and women. All right. Um, not in any particular order, but I think definitely one of them would be uh, the freedom to go out with their friends whenever they want. That's definitely on here. That's kind of uh, on here, I would say, as a mixture of uh, a couple of the answers. Yeah. But I, <laughs> it's funny you say that because uh, why do you say that, Ben? <laughs> Only because you told me about something back when, uh, you know, you, when you said that you uh, you sometimes want to go out with your friends and your wife doesn't let you out. Well, it's not like your wife doesn't let you out. It's like, you know, you have more responsibilities now as as you do when you become married. So you're not. Um, asking for permission per se, but you have to, I don't know, not ask, but trying to balance it with the time you spend with your with your family and your loved ones and uh, your time with your friends. So let's the, let's put it that way. So I think a lot of guys kind of miss uh, that aspect where they have to kind of not you know negotiate with their with their wives. So that yeah. would be that would be one of them. 
Yeah, that was a. Uh, I mean, again, that's kind of like a mixture of a bunch of days. So you're definitely on the right track. And uh, I thought you were kind of joking, but yeah, I guess that does kind of what you explained uh, does kind of match my situation. But you've also said before um, that you said after getting married, um, your wife was just surprised by how much uh, time you wanted to spend on things that you wanted to do. Yeah. So yeah, uh, she was. Yeah, no, she was surprised at how much time i wanted to spend with my friends she right. was quite surprised about that yeah like um basically like every weekend or any any time i was free i wanted to hang out with a friend not not the same friend but you know some some uh some kind of uh good buddy or colleague or something uh so yeah i think that that would be one uh, hanging out with friends yeah well i'll just uh, let you know here for men uh number five was they want more romance I guess that means a flame is dead or something. Number four, frustrated with my spouse. Uh, number three, activities are limited. This kind of was a little bit to what you were talking about. Number two, can't use my money how I want. It's an interesting one. Mm. And number one for men was no free time. So that's definitely exactly what you were talking about. Uh, for women, number five was dealing with relatives is difficult. That's uh, probably more so unique to women than men and a lot of uh, Japanese marriages and stuff. I uh, can't use my money how I want. Oh, so again, money, housework, childcare is difficult. This is kind of more probably common to women, especially in Japan. <laughs> I should say, especially in Japan. Anyways, uh, number two, activities are limited. And no, also number one was no free time. And some of the comments were, my amount of personal time plummeted and I can't do what I want. At night in bed, I think to myself all day today, I didn't have a minute to myself. Uh... And uh, ever since having kids, I've had no time to myself and I've missed single life. Yeah. So, again, this was uh, all stuff you kind of covered. So, yeah, mm. Ben, you kind of know what's up about people who uh, miss single life. But from from that list, I think only the the number one, which was what was number one on again, about uh, not, no, not, not no free, no free time. time. No free time no free for time. men and women, yeah. Mm. I would say that would be probably the only one that has uh kind of applies to me like my free time has got less but i wouldn't say no free time um i think that would happen if you had kids though for sure when you have families but if you just you know it's just you and your your spouse i think that probably wouldn't apply so much it seems like those ones that you read off uh are more applicable to uh families with children yeah exactly and us so so you i guess yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, some of the detailed response or explanations for activities are limited. The response activities are limited. It was just that uh, having to consider the whole family whenever they want to do something. Mm. Yeah. Stuff like that. So single life, man. Sounds like you miss it. You miss it, Buck. <laughs> um, I do, but uh, to be honest, like, uh, yeah, uh, I think uh, me I mean, personally I mean, having. Yeah, but isn't that with kind of everyone like who's married or or they're with someone? They always have a moment where they wish they were single, probably for like a little, you know, maybe an hour or a day or something. That's that's all. But it's not like oh, I want to be single for a long time. It's just a, a phase that I think people go through quite often when they're when they're with someone. Yeah, oh, wouldn't, wouldn't it be better for? If I was single tonight, you know, I'd go out and meet some people, or whatever. But uh, but yeah, I think I think that's quite quite a normal thing to go through. Yeah, you know, I, I remember speaking to 
yeah, married friends and they're, and they're always, oh man, I wish I was single. <laughs> yeah, well, yeah, I mean, the grass is always greener stuff. Yeah. Uh, but I, well, what I was trying to say is I kind of sometimes like I miss my family unit and stuff. And so you kind of feel like, uh, you know, like, uh, was a, uh, like a place that I usually go with my whole family. Uh, but I was just there by myself and I was kind of, you know, pretty lonely and stuff without having my family around. So you definitely mm-hmm. get used to having your family unit around. And, uh, yeah. So obviously there's pluses and minuses both ways, mm-hmm. but I would say having family or being married is probably the way to go. Yeah. Anyways, <laughs> they you should it. say that. You should say that. Yeah. If our wives are listening, mine's definitely not. <laughs> yeah, say that with all the sincerity possible. Uh, anyways, uh, today's topic was about winter survival. Uh, yeah, so you're seeing all these, uh, right after the new year, there was all these uh, huge stories about uh, Japan went through some big fubuki. Uh, well, yeah, that that's kind of uh, it's quite surprising. Like considering we had one of the hottest summers last year, twenty twenty one, on record, especially in Hokkaido, and to to get even uh, more records breaking in in, uh, in this winter as well. Like over um, in December, December eighteenth, there was a recorded fifty five centimeters of snow in Sapporo, Chuo Ward. And apparently that's the most snowfall seen in Sapporo since uh, 1999 when records started uh, from, uh, this was from one of the newspapers. Uh, yeah. So, so you're yeah, saying, so lots of snow. You're saying we're seeing extreme uh, climate changes. You trying to think fear monger there. <laughs> Just kidding. Uh, the, uh, well, yeah, there's all these other, uh, because so basically what happened in Japan is right after New Year's, so it was like three days that just dumped everywhere. It's big time like in Hokkaido, uh, but like there's peop- stories about like 200 people being taken to the hospital in Tokyo because of falling on the ice or other uh, snow storm related accidents and stuff. Seeing mm-hmm. images on the news of uh, cars off the road in areas yeah, yeah. where they're not used to driving on the road. 160 trucks uh, stuck in Gunma Prefecture for four hours on a on the highway um yeah that was that happened as well on uh, december 18th yeah and, and all this news was uh, obviously uh seen worldwide so i remember my mum speaking to her like new year's day and she was like, oh you guys okay you okay i heard about all the snow in in japan but for for us up here in hokkaido it's kind of normal so i was like you know very nonchalant about it about it you know we're used to these kind of snowstorms, we have the the infrastructure for it. We got the the snow clearing that happens all the time. So yeah, but she she was really worried because like obviously down in Honshu, they're they're probably not used to those conditions. But being here, it's like it's kind of like nothing for us. Yeah, except for the uh, the big like kind of blizzard conditions. Uh, that first week of January, I will say I was trying to drive to Ferrano for work one day. Oh yeah, and like yeah. all the roads. Uh, ended up being closed just like couldn't get through couldn't see anything it was like super wide out <laughs> like uh it was a wide out where you can't see anything just all snow blowing in your face cars are driving super slow uh did you, single did you try did you try to try to drive there or did you turn back in the end Sapporo was like <clears throat> completely clear so when i took off from Sapporo, and then when you get to when i got to like iwamizawa just like it was already horrible so i end the road like uh first of all like some of the uh, regular 
routes were closed because of weather already. And then the other ones, it was just like I was driving and it's, it's kept like turning into detour to after detour after detour around uh, Iwamizawa because they just were closing on these roads so they could try to plow. And finally, I was like, I rolled down my window to one of the guys like kind of directing cars the other way. I was like, I'm trying to make it to Furano. He was like, you should probably consider giving up. <laughs> uh, so then I was just like, yeah, I'm probably not going to be able to get home. So I just like turned around and uh, drove back and like, Again, when I was like 10 minutes away from Sapporo, all of a sudden it was like just completely clear conditions. So, I mean, Iwamizawa, that area is kind of known for getting really heavy snowfall yeah. every year. So, yeah, yeah. That, what was that? That was in like January 2nd or 3rd or something like that? <clears throat> yeah, it was like uh, right around that, that weekend yeah. of uh, New Year's. Yeah. So. Man, Nisiko got on New Year's Day, uh, they had 70 centimeters of fresh snow. 70 centimeters, that's crazy. Yeah, I had a friend that was uh, staying there. Um, he was with, like, a group of people come up from uh, from Honshu, and um, and they were just, like, sending pictures on, on, on the group chat of, like, the, the board where they show, like, the snowfall, and I've never seen 70 centimeters before. It's pretty insane. But my mate, he got so wasted the night before on New Year's Eve that uh yeah he missed that big powder day oh man that's horrible <laughs> yeah. <clears throat> yeah i mean re- <clears throat> remember when we used to say remember when hokkaido you see like so much snow from december mm. uh, it's kind of like happened the past two years now i've been getting a lot of snow i mean right right how, how many uh i mean i hate to say it i uh have only been snowboarding like uh walking up uh, the mountain a little bit like in the toy area <laughs> 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 i haven't been to like a proper uh, resort this year yet again just been way too busy with work and like projects outside of work um but i know a lot of people have been going just like you know multiple times per week and stuff how many times have you been so far i've been about i think it's four now four or five oh, less um, than i, I went to yeah i went i went to Tane a couple of days ago that was really good. That was like a bluebird powder day, about 20 centimeters of fresh snow. And it was like the, the perfect conditions during the weekday. So there was no one around. But since then, it hasn't really snowed so much um, in Sapporo. They've had about four or five days of, uh, of of no snow at all, really. So I'm kind of waiting for that big dump again, which I'm sure will come soon. What's well, happening uh, over or tomorrow? Well, this week... Uh, we're getting by the probably by the time this is released, we're gonna supposed to have like a bunch of huge uh, blizzard days, uh, in especially this area of Hokkaido. So it's oh, coming. excellent! It's yeah. coming. So when you mm. so you, when are you planning to get out there? Because uh, I remember like the last time we uh, we almost well I I went and you almost came, but uh, for some reason you you, you bowed in. You know, we we too, too hung over from the night before. Or something. <laughs> I wish. No, it was, uh, it, man, it's just when you have young kids in the morning and uh, the situation's not cooperating, you can't just be like, I'm out of here. Yeah, uh, yeah so that's that situation. Um, yeah, I don't know. Uh, I've just ended up being, like, busier on the weekends, and I am on weekdays recently, so mm. just, uh, yeah, man, no time for jujitsu, no time for snowboarding. No time oh, man, for... this, might, this might be the last uh, big season where there's going to be no crowds. Exactly. Well, I'm definitely going out this year. I mean, I still got two months left. Well, mo- at least a month and a half of supposedly good snow. Maybe even two months still of good snow. So, wicked. Hopefully, we can ride to get. We can ride together. Exactly. For the first time in I don't know how long it's been. Ten years or something, maybe. 
No, 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 man. It's been like two or three years, man. There was uh, one Are you day, sure? Yeah, there was like a day like three years ago where I picked you up in the morning and went out to Tainé and met uh, some other people out there. Oh, man, I don't remember that. Was it a good day? <laughs> uh, yeah, well, it was a decent day. Uh, but it was, um, yeah, because it was like, uh, that was a time where I was like, man, I need to buy a new board. All <laughs> <laughs> right. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah. you had to order all your old gear. Yeah, I was like, the only thing, the, the problem, the, re, the problem that I'm having keeping up with this guys with these guys is definitely the board. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's the reason, you know. Gotta buy Blame the tools. Board. Blame the tools. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Um, so yeah, there's been a lot of heavy snowfall, uh, and this article in Tsunagi Japan was about, uh, preparing for winter in Japan, uh, talked about, uh, all different places in Japan, 47 prefectures, uh, Hokkaido, blah, 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 Honshu, uh, talked about winter season in Japan in this article, uh, specifically about Hokkaido. It said winter starts from November and stretches all the way to April. Many cities, including Sapporo Niseko Tokachi and Rusutsu, experience significant snowfall, which makes them an attractive place to undertake all those winter activities that you love, like skiing and snowboarding, blah, 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 blah. Uh, it talks about temperatures, and this is just saying average temperatures hovering between 4 degrees and minus 4 degrees to minus 2 degrees Celsius or 25 degrees, uh, 28 degrees Fahrenheit. But temperatures can even plunge to a heart-stopping minus 6 degrees. Uh, I'm going to say... Minus 60 degrees is definitely not uh, as cold as it gets. It gets much colder than that. Yeah, minus 60 degrees doesn't sound like anything in uh, in Sapporo, for sure. I mean, that's, yeah. that's probably quite average in uh, in January time, I would yeah. say, walking on the streets. Yeah, this kind of sounds like it's written by somebody who normally lives in a warmer climate because, uh, yeah, and I wrote the, I talked uh, one time on the podcast about uh, coming back from Tomamu in the morning at like, 6.30 a.m. and it was like minus 20 degrees or something. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, it gets much colder than that for sure. And actually uh, minus 6 is quite a comfortable kind of cold, I think. I think that is probably the coldest you want it to be before you kind of start getting frostbite and you, you don't really want to be outside. Like if you go to like a color, which is uh, quite normal to have like minus 20 degrees like during the daytime, um, yeah, that's that's quite unbearable in the in the winter for me anyway because i'm not used to not so used to the cold conditions being from england yeah and if you start to get up to like minus <clears throat> two uh minus one and zero then you start to get slush as you're walking around and stuff which uh if there's a lot of deep snow that can be make things difficult for walking around mm. um but this article is uh, specifically talking about like how to prepare and survive in the winter. Did you find any useful information of this that you think people should know? Uh, well, definitely uh, wearing a good pair of winter boots, hmm. which I have actually been struggling with for the last few years. Um, I always, uh, man, I've, I've been through so many winter boots. Every year I, bought, I end up buying a new pair because they're just all rubbish. And I bought... Uh, yeah, I've gone through like some Timberland ones, some Columbia ones, and they last like one season. And then the next year, just my feet start getting cold again. So I'm not sure what it is. If it's like something around my, my feet, my socks, I don't know. But last year I bought like a new pair of these, uh, Timberland white ledge boots and it had like waterproof on it and, uh, I read all the reviews and they're saying, oh, this is like the best winter boot to have. So I bought those um, and they were great last year. 
But then this year, as soon as I kind of started wearing them, my feet were getting cold straight away. So I don't know what it is. I, um, my wife's mentioned something like because the the waterproof film or something on the boot is probably worn away, and you need to spray them to to stop the water getting in. Not sure. Not sure about that. Um, and then I kind of did some research, and they were saying about depends about like what kind of socks you wear. So if your socks are too thick, it's not good because it makes your feet sweat. And if your feet sweat, that ends up uh, freezing, and then that makes your feet cold. So it also depends on what kind of socks you wear. And they recommend they're wearing thinner socks, but that <coughs> sounds a bit counterintuitive to me. So yeah, I'm, I'm still looking for a decent pair of winter boots. So yeah, I recommend trying to find a pair, but so, I can't. So that's what uh, is important to you about your winter boots is how warm your feet is uh i mean cause yeah I'm... oh for sure man like, i think if if your feet are cold then you know your whole experience is kind kind of ruined i think if you have warm feet it doesn't warm feet and warm hands i think that you know it doesn't matter for for other parts of your body to be so cold yeah but I, i'm just saying like uh there's other important features of boots especially in a place like Sapporo, like uh you know how well do you not uh, the non-slip action so you don't uh, fall as you're trying to walk and stuff. There's a lot of uh, different types of soles out there on the shoes and the boots, like business, mm. uh, winter business shoes are some of the best city shoes to wear in the winter because obviously they want to make their business shoes important or perfect for salary man. So uh, they stick to the ice, man. I'm always so surprised at how uh, non-slip the quality what, is. The, the what non-slip. ones? What ones do you have? Do you have like a particular brand of uh, of business shoe that uh, that works well in the wintertime? I usually just go and buy like for business shoe, winter business shoes. I usually yeah. just go and buy like uh, one of the better pairs at uh, one of those like cheap uh, shoe stores, like ABC Mart or something. You know, right? Um, and, and they're just, good. They're really good, but they only last for like uh, one or two seasons. And, mm. uh, you know, they're usually like Ichimon Gosen or something. So, yeah, um, yeah. Uh, but obviously, I can't like wear those like out to the countryside and stuff. So, uh, I just have a pair of like, I think they're Merrill boots or they might be Timberlands, but I've had them for like uh, over 10 years. But for my feet problem, I don't really uh, uh, put that on the. The boots, I uh, like double sock in the winter time. Sometimes, um, mm. um, yeah, and that and that works because I was I was kind of like looking up about you know how to keep your feet warm, and they and all of the pl- the things I read were like saying don't double sock because it makes your feet your feet <clears throat> sweat even more. Right, uh, the feet sweat is not good for warm feet. Yeah, well, if you if you have that problem, uh, I have to think back to my Boy Scout days. Um, <laughs> uh, just talking about camping experience, like uh, I used to go like winter camping and stuff. And um, if you wear uh, what was it called, polypropylene or something, the really thin white material socks. If you wear those inside of wool socks, uh, because those do a good job of I think like absorbing the sweat or mm. taking the sweat off the skin. Oh, okay. And, uh, but then you still have the cotton trapping the heat in between the different layers and stuff. Uh, but that's only if you have like that type of problem. I, uh, fortunately don't really have too much of a sweaty foot problem in the winter time. So, so you, you always have warm feet wherever you go. Like when you go snowboarding and when you're up at, up at Toya outside clearing snow and stuff, are your, are your feet pretty snug? 
Yeah, because uh, doing stuff like snow clearing, you just get so hot uh, that you're like taking off layers and coats and stuff. Like, you know, mm. pretty soon you got your shirt off in the middle. No, just kidding. Uh, <laughs> but uh, for feet, yeah, I'm usually snowboarding. I'm always double socked and stuff. Um, yeah. So That's maybe. maybe double, should... double regular socked. Yeah, but. Double ski socked sock. <laughs> well, it depends on what I'm doing. If it's like snowboarding, I'll wear like yeah. a thin sock again inside of like a thick uh, snowboarding sock. But if I'm just like, oh, okay. uh, I don't really double sock when I'm going to work and stuff. But if I'm double socking, yes. I mean, it's, it's sometimes even just like uh, two types of uh, just regular socks or something. Mm. Um, but then you end up, you have to get like slightly bigger shoes too. Because otherwise, right, you're feet, right. yeah. maybe that's why feet get so sweaty because you're like trying to double sock in, inside of like yeah yeah maybe my feet are too tight in my boot and it's like kind of restricting restricting the circulation which is also another problem for people with cold feet yeah, yeah but maybe, i mean it's that. yeah but i mean this article too was just talking about like uh um good uh uh kind of like clothing for winter time and uh, uh the uh what do you call it the uniqlo um heat tech the heat tech stuff that's really good like the the kind of under underwear lining um especially for uh yeah every time i go snowboarding i wear i wear for the for the top so i wear that which is like really thin um and it's it's not it's not too hot like it doesn't make you hot which is good it it just makes you really comfortable and i think it's like the perfect kind of thickness and warmth for winter time in Sapporo like maybe like yeah minus six degrees if it's like somewhere super cold where you're going outdoor I don't know outdoor ice camping and in, in tents or something then I don't recommend that I recommend you know some thermal thermal wear but the 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 heat tech stuff is not really thermal I'm not sure what kind of material it is but it's it's like just right for uh for any time during the winter even like if you're just going out on the town or going to work to put under a shirt it's uh, it's really comfortable and it's almost unnoticeable as well. You don't you don't sweat in it or anything. So I really recommend that for the top. I don't have any heat tech bottoms, so I'm not sure uh, how how good they are. But yeah, for for snowboarding, I always wear uh, my thermal long johns, which my wife likes to laugh at me because she thinks I look like an old man when I wear those. Well, you're and supposed I guess to. That's what old men do wear. You're supposed to wear something on the outside of them too, like pants or something. You're not just supposed to walk around, <laughs> yeah. walk around town in your right. but, Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. I guess that's why she's laughing at me. Yeah. I mean, you know, boots, boots, and long johns. It's <laughs> <laughs> walking through Pole Town, downtown Sapporo, and stuff. Um, well, this is the thing: heat tech, just like you were talking about. I mean, they've come out with like different uh, types of heat tech as well over the years. I mean, it just started out where it's just like these. Uh, under t-shirts or something but now they've got all different types of shirts and undershirts and under t-shirts and all different types of long johns thick ones thin ones uh momohiki as they're called in japan uh because maybe the momo muscle around there um but yeah i use uh a lot of heat i mean this article mentioned that heat tech is uh good because it not only wicks moisture off your skin but it also helps to convert the vapor into heat somehow i don't know how it does that but mm. um but anyways yeah uh this is definitely popular probably in other parts of the world now as well but uh always buying the heat tech uh totally drinking the kool-aid on that one believing that it works and stuff so. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah and i noticed that at uniqlo as well um 
that for for women they have these kind of heat tech tights now have you seen those burke like kind of stockings but have a heat tech technology in them um my, my wife bought a pair and like inside they have some kind of padding but on the outside they just look like regular tights so it's almost had the same thickness as like leggings or something so they're like super warm in the winter time yeah, is that you tried you, those on? Isn't, isn't that what you said you wanted for Christmas this year? <laughs> yeah. uh, dude, I've talked about those before on the podcast last year, and you tried to make fun of me for, like, uh, wearing women's winter tights. I thought tights. you were joking. And now you're telling me that that's, like, what you're all about this year. <laughs> See? Look at how the times change. Everyone yeah, yeah. <laughs> gives you I'm just, I'm just slow with fashion. You know me, Burke. I'm always a year behind. Yeah, but those things are pretty crazy because they're like, you know, you never really know if you're really looking at real leg or just uh, padding. Mm, right, yeah, because it, yeah, it makes the, I guess, the leg thicker too. If, uh, yeah. Staring at girls' legs. <laughs> uh, well, let me just ask you, have you ever uh, bought any of these kind of like specific, very specific things for winter, such as like spikes uh, that can be attached to the bottom of your shoes, like those on rubber and stuff, because a lot of people do buy those, you know. Uh, I've, just like... I've, yeah, they're, they're not very uh, stylish or fashionable to wear those things because when someone wears a wears them, you can hear them a mile off, like you know they're into a tap dancing class or something. So <laughs> it's not a, it's not it's not the coolest thing to have. But I have seen uh, some people, none none uh, no one I really know wearing them. It's not, it always seems to be tourists. Because uh, I guess they're not used to the ice, so they think that they would uh, need to wear those to help them walk around a bit better. But I think you don't really need those to walk around um, Sapporo. I think. What do you What do you think, Berg? I've I've never used, had to use them. Yeah, well, just like you say, it's usually mostly the tourists who are probably uh, buying the selling line, uh, being told to them by the person at the airport, saying, "Hey, you're in Hokkaido. Everybody's wearing these. Get your own pair for Gosan." Uh, right here, right now. My my cousin actually, uh, who lives in England, years ago, she, yeah, she asked me to to send her a, a bunch for her 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 and her family for Christmas, because uh, I think they didn't have them in England or something at the time. This was maybe like ten years ago, um, and I sent I sent them to her. And she said they were amazing. I I got them from like the hundred yen shop, and she said they work like magic. Just you know, no slipping around. Um, they thought it was really cool because I think they were the only people that had them in the, in their area. So I think for them, yeah, it was a bit unique. Even yeah. Though they probably didn't, wouldn't look cool if they were wearing those in Sapporo. Yeah. I mean, like you said, <clears throat> most people in Sapporo wearing them are probably like tourists or, I mean, sometimes you do see regular people wearing them, uh, foreigners even sometimes, uh, cause they're just trying to survive their life in Japan. Uh, yeah, those people, uh, or Japanese people that are wearing them are definitely, uh, you know, not thinking about the fashion. They're more all about the onsen daichi, uh, safety first. Otherwise, mm. they wouldn't be like tap dancing through city, <laughs> city hall downtown. Um, how about, uh, how do you feel about umbrellas in wintertime? Yeah, umbrellas I, on a snowy day. Mm, yeah, I, I think that is, uh, a bit overboard. Definitely unnecessary. Cause you don't, I mean, most people wear some kind of down jacket, which is usually waterproof-ish, um, and I think that's enough. Like you don't need an umbrella for snow because snow, you know, snow's like you can wipe it off or shake it off your your hat and your clothing quite easily. So yeah, I, I, I don't I don't like it when people 
use umbrellas when it's snowing, especially when it's like dumping down. You should be kind of like trying to enjoy it and, you know, have snowball fights and stuff, not a not avoid it. It's like, but the people that do use those uh, umbrellas in the snow are probably the same people that use umbrellas in the sun. Like, you know, people that are afraid of <laughs> natural, the natural environments, old ladies, you, you especially see that with, but it's not common. I don't think it's common to see that, but I did, I have seen it kind of recently. Yeah. Yeah. This uh, umbrellas in the wintertime uh, is a pretty polarizing subject. Uh, <laughs> on one hand, you have the people who uh, just like umbrellas is almost, Using an umbrella when snow is falling is almost as bad as opening an umbrella inside a room or something. Uh, that's how they feel. And then the other people are like, you know, yeah, more concerned about their uh, hair as businessmen uh, trying to get to work in the morning. Uh, of course, Ben's advice is uh, there should be more snow fa- snowball fights breaking out <laughs> uh, with the crowds on the way to work in the morning, the morning rush hour and stuff. Um, yeah, I... Uh, uh, have used a winter or have used an umbrella in winter time, but felt pretty silly doing it. Uh, was that was that just going to work because you wanted to like keep your keep your hair in place or something? Uh, it might have been actually, and now I don't have to worry about that. So uh, yeah, no more hair. Yeah, but actually, <laughs> uh, man, I'll tell you what, it's kind of like a dangerous situation because uh, if you don't have a shaved head uh, covered in the winter time frostbite if you, or you don't really get frostbite but you definitely put yourself at risk it of must, that so right it must be pretty cold this uh this winter for you having a uh, no hair but i guess you just like what wear beanies all the time now exactly yeah mm. and uh and the bonus there is you don't need to worry about uh you know your hair getting messed up by a beanie mm. um but yeah i used to have people who used to complain about uh people who used umbrellas during winter time like uh was uh you know it was almost rude or something yeah i think it's just a bit i don't know i don't think it's 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 definitely unnecessary so I mean, if you're wearing a, a good a good winter coat that's all you really need yeah i mean but you do see it the point is that you do like see a lot of people who uh especially in the city at least i don't think i don't know if you see like people wearing or using umbrellas like out in the countryside during mm. the winter but in the city for whatever various reasons people probably mostly trying to look or maintain a decent look during business hours or something. Well, I mean, especially uh, the women in uh, in Sapporo in particular. Like, you know, if you go out in the in the evening over the weekend, you you still see a lot of women wearing skirts. Um, some even wearing no tights. Like the the high school girls, they they're still it's still fashionable to not wear tights and skirts um, for high schools high schoolers. Which is pretty insane. Like you can, you know, you walk past them and you can see like the, was it the goosebumps on their skin? You're like, why don't you just wear some tights? Like, is it really unco- that um, that bad not to like, to to wear them? You're gonna get bullied or something. But I guess uh, I guess it just really isn't that cool to to wear tights when you're a high schooler. Yeah, that's a must be like a Hokkaido uh, rite of passage or something. Mm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. kind of, kind of. I guess like, well, with the guys, they they don't wear coats either, right? Like I've seen a lot of high school uh, dudes, like maybe baseball kids, they they wear their blazer and they'll wear a scarf, but they won't have like an overcoat in the, in the winter. But then you do see kind of the nerdier kids with overcoats and backpacks and running around and stuff, and you you can you can tell they're definitely not in the in the in group. 
Yeah, a lot of guys at uh, high school showing up just wearing their uh, what their just regular uh, suit jacket, like you're saying, mm. blazer and stuff. Yeah, yeah. Um, what about this? Talks about places to shop for winter gear. Uh, obviously, in support of men, there's tons of winter clothing stores everywhere. But this obviously mentioned Uniqlo, which we just talked about because they have really good heat tech. GU owned by the same company as Uniqlo, but even or Fast Company, which also owns Uniqlo, but even more cheaper, discount cheaper pricing. version, right? A cheaper version of uh, Uniqlo. What does GU stand for anyway? Uh, what is which one? GU. Yeah. Uh, I'm. I, I, I G. I you this. don't know. <laughs> <laughs> hey, you're the quiz winner. You should know. You should know this one, man. I'm looking at my belt hanging up on the wall right now, just thinking about that glorious day. <laughs> I'm sorry, man. I got too happy. I went back and listened to that episode. So I'm a bit like an idiot, but no, no, no. You deserved it. You deserved it. You uh, you studied hard. You know, you worked hard for that. You uh, you had a good year. I won last year, so it's only it's only fair for uh, for us to, you know. Get, you know, it's, it's okay. It's okay. You won back. Don't it's, worry. Oh, just like every former champion ever trying to talk about when he won. Look, <laughs> who is the current champion? Okay. Uh, yeah. Uh, what were we talking about? Oh, GU? Uh, I don't know. But in the meantime, I'm going to look it up. But uh, in the meantime, um, did, it also talked about the, yeah, this GU uh, kind of high-end. Oh, yeah. Ahead. GU also has their own kind of heat tech version too. Um, also cheaper, also very good. But yeah, I, I, I actually prefer shopping at GU. I think they have a, a more variety of uh, of styles compared to Uniqlo. Uniqlo is a bit better quality. Uh, definitely, you can tell with like the t-shirts and stuff. The t-shirts last longer at uh, uh, Uniqlo. I have a couple of t-shirts that I've had for like ten years. Um, starting to starting to get some holes now, so I'll probably get rid of those. But uh, but yeah, the GU t-shirts they'll last like maybe one or two seasons. Um, so I tend to get t-shirts from Uniqlo. Well, um, about, yeah, about hmm. the name here. Uh, you know, the name GU is the alphabet letters G and U. <clears throat> but uh, the name GU is a pun of the Japanese word GU, which means free, or you know. Freedoms, do you say? Uh, mm. So this specifically meaning means uh, free from the high cost of clothing. Uh, its signature product is a pair of jeans which cost uh, only nine hundred ninety yen. So wow. yeah, GU is a play on the the word. Yeah, so again, it means free, free from the high free. cost of clothing, freedom, or free, yeah, being being free from something. Yeah, in this mm. case, the high cost. Um, uh, but it also this article this article also talked about the kind of higher end show uh, Mont Bell, mm. which I always thought was kind of like a Swiss store or something. Um, but do you know where it's from? Uh, it's from like Scandinavia, isn't it? Around the area, France, isn't it from France? You would think so, right? Yeah. No. Uh, completely off. This is a store started by a uh, <clears throat> uh, a famous uh, Japanese man from Osaka. Uh, oh. Yeah, kind of like a famous mountaineer. I can't find it right now. Um, but yeah, this is a uh, Japanese. Uh, this is wow. a Japanese uh, store. It's uh, in 1975. Isamu 
Tatsuno started Mount Bell with two of his mountaineering partners, Fumiaki Masaki and Sachiko Masuo. Since then, Mont Bell has been developing outdoor products that follow the Japanese tradition of Kinobi. Function is beauty. Uh, Kino is function and B is uh, me or beauty. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, this is all about,、uh, I can't remember, but he was, had some record for something related to mountaineering.、Um, but, yeah, this is a Japanese company. I always thought、oh, wow. it was like a Swiss or yeah, just like、yeah. you said, a Scandinavian company or something. Yeah. I, I remember seeing like Mont Bell a lot when I lived in England too and just assumed it was, yeah, like from Europe or something. But I、uh, never knew it was a Japanese brand.、Mm. Yeah. So, there you go. Uh, but yeah, they have,、uh, I mean, it's kind of high end, so. But they yeah, their stuff is stuff, like、right? the same as what kind of like North Face level, would you say? I mean,、uh, sometimes it's. Columbia. Even, yeah, but sometimes it kind of even feels even a higher price than that because it's、uh, more of like a, it seems like a luxury outdoor brand almost even. Some- And it sounds French. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Uh, yeah, so、Mont、he. Bell. Yeah, if you want to read about the history, it's on their website. This guy,、uh, yeah, wanted to become a renowned climber and succeeded. He was the second, second Japanese to climb the north face of the Eiger and Swiss Alps, blah, 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 blah.、Mm. Uh, yeah, he started his own company, Mont Bell, when he was 28 years old in 1975. Crazy.、Oh, wow. Yeah. So definitely,、uh, when you're coming to Sapporo, there's a, there's a, there's a couple of Mont Bell shops, I think, around in,、uh, what is it? Paseo, I think, has one. No, Sapporo Station. What's that? Um, uh, what's that big department store by Sapporo Station? Not、oh. opposite Daimaru. Uh, with, uh talking about, you're not talking about Tokyo Hands. No, Akarenga. Is that it? Oh, Akarenga. Yeah, yeah. Uh, that's down from Sapporo Station. Yeah, on the first、yeah. floor there. Yeah, right. So there's a Mondo there. But it's always kind of like, that's kind of like one of those stores you're like, is this going to be around much longer? Because, uh, <laughs> it's normally quite quiet in there, right? Yeah. And that's got to be like premium, uh, real estate or storefront area. And suppose it's got to have a higher rent. So I don't、it、know. Must be a front, must be a front for something. For something. What is、yeah. this guy really about? Yeah. Like Tony Roma's. That's got to be a front for something, eh? No one goes to Tony Roma's. Yeah. But I think, and that's、gone. still there. No, I think we were just there. Yeah. I think they're gone. Oh, really? Just recently.、Finally? Yeah. Oh, wow. Victim well, of time, the, I guess.、Uh, well, victim of the,、uh, yeah, of the times. Corona times.、Something、well, I'm, I'm surprised they survived、yeah. that long because it's been like, what, two years or so since、uh, Corona started and they kind of went a whole year still open.、Um, and even, yeah, you know, I remember kind of driving past about a couple of months ago and they were still open. But,、um, but like you said, maybe they're done. Maybe they're finally done. Yeah, well,、uh, have you ever been there? Yeah,、Or、I had went you ever been there? there. I've been there a few times, like when it kind of first opened.、Uh, how long has it been? Maybe like five years or so when it, when it first came. <laughs> I,、uh, I mean, it's kind of like American food in Japan a little bit.、Um, mm. But just like I said, <laughs> it wasn't really ever busy. And、uh, I just remember one time I went there with like the CEO. <laughs> Of this、uh, important company because、uh, the guy at the company、um, that was kind of arranging the dinner, this guy said he kind of liked the、uh, steak. And the guy was kind of like, Oh, we need to give him, get him an American steak. <laughs> and、uh, so, usually, when this guy was in town, we go to like expensive teppanyaki or something,、uh, very high end, like、uh, Japanese food somewhere, or Italian food somewhere, or something. But 
this guy like arranged for us to go to Tony Roma's. Uh, and uh, man, the guy was a sport while we were there. He was trying to make it as interesting, uh, interesting as possible, like standing up. You know, part of the decor in there is like they have like old American themed pictures and stuff hanging up on the walls and everything. And uh, yeah, he was like standing up and looking at stuff. And oh, this is an interesting picture. Yeah, do you guys actually know about this? Blah, 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 blah. <laughs> um, but the only reason he could do that is because there was hardly any customers in there and, and it was in the <laughs> evening and stuff, you know? So yeah. And the. Uh... I've 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 had the steak before there and it's not it's not great. It's very uh it seems like a cheap meat, uh probably American. Uh it, uh you know, kinda overcooked. Like they don't really ask you how to cook it and it's very like thin I remember it being. Uh so yeah, I'm 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 kind of interested to know if he was impressed with the steak or did do a fake mm, moishi. Uh, I'm sure he wasn't too impressed, but he was, uh, he was good about it, but, uh, it's kind of, I don't even know, but I think Tony Roma is kind of supposed to be like mid-level, uh, steak restaurant maybe in the U S not even mid-level, but kind of like family style. Well, yeah. I mean, like people, restaurant. people, people go there for the ribs, right? Not for, not for the steak so much is my, is my thinking. I thought people only went there just to eat the, the baby back ribs. That's the only, that's the only reason why I went. Yeah. I guess I don't even know, but it's just like uh, compared to the type of uh, yeah, uh, you know, steak serving or some kind of like yeah, teppanyaki, some kind of beef, uh, cooked beef in Japan style. It's not really I'm, comfortable. I'm, I'm quite surprised that Tony Roma's wasn't more popular in uh, in Sapporo. Like I don't know. I guess it's just yeah, not not the kind of food that Japanese people like. But Tony Roma's is pretty popular everywhere else like around the world like in england it's really popular like you know people love having barbecue and ribs and chicken and steak and stuff like that but yeah and i'm i'm quite surprised that yeah japanese people weren't aren't really into that kind of food well the one in Sapporo had awesome location kind of it was uh, across mm. the street from uh what's that uh, clock tower uh, one yeah of yeah I think it's like voted one of the most disappointing like tourist destinations in Japan or something. But also uh, one of the most famous ones as well in Sapporo. Exactly. But yeah, it's like a second immediate disappointment as soon as people get there. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh I mean, I don't know. Maybe some people are impressed by it, but uh I just remember hearing people being uh not impressed by it. Uh but yeah, they had a great location, but yeah, couldn't survive. Mm, yeah i don't yeah i don't know i don't know why like it was it was big um like you said inside was pretty cool like had lots of uh american uh mem memorabilia and stuff and it had like a that kind of american diner kind of feel which i i thought i quite liked but yeah i was surprised that every time i went in there i was usually the only person there with whoever i was yeah, that's right. It's kind of like over overseas is one of those places where like you're always waiting uh, when you go there to try to sit down because it's always packed and stuff. And mm. it seems kind of lively, but yeah, it definitely wasn't like that here. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so anyways, yeah, man, that was kind of like about life uh, surviving in Japan, a little bit uh, kind of laid back uh, theme to get the year started off. But I will tell you what, man, um, obviously, you know, a lot of people just think about all the burdens that come with uh, wintertime. Uh, in a city, but you know, honestly, like there's uh, a lot of things that I specifically enjoy about winter, like being out in the uh, countryside, uh, during the winter time, it's just much more peaceful and everything. Uh, so you get to experience the great things like that here in Hokkaido. So eventually 
tourism will open up once again, they say, supposedly. Uh, I hope not, because I like it. I like having the, the, the resorts and the mountains quiet with just me and my buddies. Shren the pow, getting all that fresh snow. Yeah, I don't want tourists to come back, but they have to eventually, maybe next year. Maybe yeah, season. well, mm. certainly for us, we're on that side, but maybe some of these people listening are looking forward to perhaps making yeah, it back to yeah. Japan someday. I think, well, I mean, a lot of people are coming up from uh, from Honshu and all over Japan now to, to Hokkaido. So even during, like, the, the winter holiday, the mountains felt like that it was, like, back to normal again. Like, last year was quite quiet, but this year felt it was, yeah, almost uh, all the tourists were here, but they weren't. They were just people from Japan. Which was uh, which is kind of cool, you know. It's good that everyone's starting to travel more within the country. Yep. So that too, and people will uh, eventually uh, get excited about being able to come back to Japan. Uh, so supposedly, I don't know how it's going to go. Can't really mm. say at this point, but uh, yeah, if they wanted to learn more about traveling around and uh, specifically about Hokkaido and what they can do, and things eventually do open up again. They can always check out things over at Hokkaido Guide, one of our Hokkaido sponsors. com. yes, established over 10 years ago, written by locals. So written by locals that lived in uh, in Hokkaido. So they have a lot of information, a lot of knowledge, um, and written for uh, international tourists and locals too. And the, the guide contains a lot of things about businesses and locations around Hokkaido, restaurants, Bars, sightseeing, nightlife, events, services, uh, entertainment, outdoor activities, and uh, much, much more. Yep, and that is all available on the website, uh, HokkaidoGuide.com, H-O-K-K-A-I-D-O-Guide.com. So uh, definitely check that out. There's a link in the uh, episode description down below. yeah, so we appreciate them being a sponsor of the podcast. Yep, check them out. Enjoy your winters wherever you are. Uh, we're about to go into the thick of things here. And for snowboarders, that's awesome. For people who've got to do snow clear- clearing, it's a crazy good workout. Try to be positive. <laughs> All right. All Thanks. right, everyone. Thanks for joining us. Bye. Oh, Bye-bye. Let's go to some of this. Let's go to some of this.